Welcome to Yoke Talk, a look behind the scenes at Yoke Youth Ministries. Yoke is transforming communities by mentoring middle school students, equipping young leaders, engaging local churches, and enriching local schools. And in each episode of Yoke Talk, we have a conversation with the people who are making that happen. Well, hey, Yoke family. Welcome to another episode of the Yoke Talk podcast. My name is Jonathan, and uh, we're going to continue this week with our series on middle school students, trying to help uh, us, all of us out there, understand middle school students better and what we can do to better serve them. Uh, We thought that there was nobody better to talk to this week uh, than a professional, uh, someone who's dedicated her life to uh, working with students. So we're happy to introduce to you a good friend of Yoke and a good friend of the podcast, uh, Miss Cindy White. How are you, Cindy? I'm good, doing real well, thank you. Why don't we start, uh, just for those who don't know you, uh, let's get to know you a little bit. Can you tell us about yourself and and your experience? Um, Okay, this is, um, I can't believe it because the years have gone by so quickly, but uh, my 42nd year in education. 42nd? uh, 42nd. Did you start when you were seven? No, I didn't. (laughs) But uh, I I spent 27 years in the classroom uh, before I moved on into administration. So uh, and I spent 20 years teaching middle school um, and then 12 years as an administrator in middle school. So um, I don't know when I first started working with middle school kids. Um, I just fell in love with middle school kids. Now, I've moved on to high school right now at Austin East, but um, I, I love those middle school kids. Yeah, and I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you're the curriculum principal? I am. At Austin East? I am. What does that mean exactly? Um, Well, it is a title. I mean, I basically am dealing with, I know, you know, the reason I was hired was to deal with curriculum instruction. Um, But I, you know, but I'm still, I I told Ms. Campbell, the principal, um, I got to deal with kids. And so she said, oh, don't worry, you're going to deal with kids. And I am. Um, I'm still building relationships with kids and working with students. So even though, you know, I am, you know, I am the instructional person, uh, I'm dealing a whole lot with kids because I can't deal with instruction and not deal with the children. And I I got to know you uh, uh, at Vine when you were the principal at Vine Middle. And then, of course, from there, you went on to uh, to open the new school out in Gibbs. I did. Uh, so we've had we've had a lot of experience together. Um, we just like to hear from you. Uh, what are middle school students like? Now, <laughs> I say that I say that knowing that every child is unique. You know, there's there's uh, you know there's no one general uh, description. But you know, just in your opinion, what are what are some of the common characteristics of middle school students? Well, you know, and the, every every middle school child is unique. But for me, I just I find them to be. I, I do. I find them to be fun. I mean. You know, they truly are. And I know we speak about them as being that middle, that middle group of students between elementary and high school, but that really is true. Um, they are so they're so trying to find themselves in middle school, um, making that transition from elementary school. Um, they want to be independent, but at the same time, they want to be independent. They really do. We have to remember that they still want our guidance and our support. Um One minute they're, you know, one minute they know everything. And then the next minute they're so unsure of themselves. I do think that one of the things that I I do find to be truly common for all middle school kids is 
they're very, they're very focused on themselves. And I don't mean that in a bad way because they truly are trying to find themselves, but they're, they're focused on themselves and they're very peer driven, um, which I know drives parents crazy sometimes, but they very much care about what everyone else, what their peers think about them. So um, I, you know, they, as far as the learning, um, I think as educators, we have to be really careful because this group, they really want to in the classroom, they want to work with, with their peers when they can. Um, they need physical activity, they need movement. Uh, so I think we need to understand that as educators. Um, they're just beginning to learn to think critically. But again, we have to remember this isn't the time to let them go. Um, they still need our support and they still need our guidance. Yeah, what you've said uh, is something that I often say uh, that that aspect of, you know, it's the first time in their lives that I see kids really trying to exert some independence. Uh, but at the same time, there's a struggle of, all right, where do I fit? I, you know, I want to be part of, a, of the group. It, that is true. And I know, I think, you know, that is part of the challenge right now. They, they have this, this need to really feel like they belong to something, um, that, they, that they're safe and that they're a part of a community, part of a group, and that, you know, they actually belong. That is... Um, that's a huge need for those students. And we have to remember that as we, as we do our work in middle schools, um, that is a true need. They, they need to feel like they're a part of something that they belong to something. Yeah, that's, uh, that's certainly a challenge. Uh, what, are, what are some other challenges you think that uh, our middle school students right now, 2021 are, are struggling with? I think that I've just seen, you know, we just, you know, talked about that, that they need to feel like they're a part of something. And I feel like, you know, now for 18 months, even though we're in school, you know, we, we still have things going on, you know, related to COVID. And so I feel like our kids lost a sense of connection in that that I feel like that's a challenge right now. I feel like those students who, you know, not only were out in the spring year before last when all the kids were out, but then the kids who were in virtual learning, I just, I feel like that's been a challenge because, you know, our kids, they need the social interaction. It's how they're learning right now. Um, they, you know, they, they truly are learning how to interact with others, how to build relationships with others. And, you know, as, as students came back from virtual learning, we could see, I mean, we could see that struggle. Uh, but I think that's been the biggest challenge is for the middle school kid to really, you know, to really need to be connected to others, to, um, to work with others, and uh, to feel safe and I just feel like so many things have been uncertain. And for this particular age group, well, for everybody, but especially for middle school students, I feel like that's been a true challenge. Um, and I, you know, I do feel like things are different now. I can think back to when I was in middle school. Uh, kids have a lot on them right now. School, school's not easy. And especially when we add, you know, the pandemic and everything else going on, um, 
I just feel like, you know, things are, things are difficult. Things are hard for kids. They, they, they have a lot on them. And so they truly, I mean, they, if you're an educator, uh, especially with middle-aged children, you need to know that. I mean, you need to know how they are as you plan and how, as you work with them. Yeah, I think we sent some of that uh, this summer, you know, Yoke has summer adventures. And usually when we uh, advertise summer adventures, the kids that sign up are the ones that are already connected. And, and, you know, they're coming because of the relationships. This summer, when we did summer adventures for the first time post pandemic, more than half of the kids that came had never been to Yoke before. And it, it just seemed like uh, kids and, and probably parents too <laughs> were looking for a place uh, to to try to establish some of those connections. So what what you said really resonates. Yeah, um, they. I mean, they are. I mean, they are. They're learning from us. I mean, how to make those good choices as they become independent and how to build relationships, how to appropriately interact with with each other. And, you know, a lot of them lost that during the pandemic. And then plus the fact that, you know, it's a challenge. It's been a challenge for families, you know, financially, um, you know, with their health. And sometimes I think that, you know, middle school kids, I mean, a lot of them, they're not just going to until they trust you. They're not going to offer all this stuff that's going on in their life. And so I think sometimes, you know, we don't know all of the things that are going on with them um, that are impacting, uh, that are impacting their decisions and uh, their interactions with others. I think you've already alluded to it a little bit, but what would you say, you know, for those of us that are uh, kind of committed to serving and working alongside middle school students, what, what do you think are some keys uh, to doing that successfully? Well, um, I just, I love working with middle school students and um, I, you know, I think that they, they want you to listen to them. So I know sometimes we're just always trying to talk and give advice, but I know in my dealings with a lot of them, um, sometimes I can't make assumptions about the way things really are with kids. And so one piece of advice would be, you really have to listen to them. You have to give them a voice. You have to include them in making decisions. But listening is is that's truly important. Um, another thing is you better have a sense of humor. And I tell people, please don't take it personally, because <laughs> a lot of times, I mean, you can't take the things that they say to you personally sometimes. Because, I mean, they're just back, I mean, they're back and forth and, you know, one minute they're, you know, they love you and the next minute they're very angry at you because you said something that they didn't want to hear, but you just can't take it personally because they're, as they try to, um, as they try to exert their independence, it oftentimes feels like they're pushing back at the adults and sometimes they really are. So, and I'm not saying that we just give them free reign. I mean, we have to set those expectations, but uh, I do think we have to be very careful about taking some of that, um, taking some of that personally. And then I think sometimes I, I know that the kids, they really, any kid, um, they know whether you like them or not. They know whether you love what you do or not. And so I found that um, the more that I literally got to know the kids and interacted with them, and they knew I had very high, that I was strict and I had very high expectations, but I started allowing myself to have some fun with them as well. Um, and they, um, 
they respond to that. Um, I had one student who was just really, he was an at-risk student and uh, he was struggling with school, but he was so into cars and, you know, he worked on cars, he worked on trucks, he knew I drove a Mustang, he told me he hated Fords, but he, um, I don't know, he would every day in the cafeteria, he would begin to bring me the latest model, a picture of what he was working on. And so, and I listened. And so it's about, you know, building relationship relationships with them. Um, they knew that I loved rock music and I started going through every classroom, just dropping by every morning and saying good morning. And so there was one week where uh, the workload was just really heavy. And I had, I can't tell you the number of kids that said, where have you been? You haven't come by our classroom. So I think that just really realizing that even when they act like they don't need you, they do um, just really get to know them. You know, if you're working in a school, take um, take advantage of all those opportunities, whether it's when you're working in the cafeteria, sit with them, talk with them, listen to them, um, because as you build that relationship with them and they begin to trust you, then you can say and you you can you can say the hard things that you need to say when that trust is there. So. Um, I just, they want to be heard. They, they want to be heard. I know you've uh, not only been around students for a long time, but you've also been around Yoke for a long time. Uh, I'm curious, how have you seen Yoke kind of have a positive impact on the students that you serve? I love Yoke. Um, and I, kids are learning, you know, Yoke is that place for it's 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 that place for truly for middle school kids and so they truly you know and I know I talked about that but they really are learning um, how to build relationships and how to interact with others and so I think yoke does so many things I mean I think it provides adults who really do adults who really want to work with middle middle-aged kids Adults who really care about the kids and the kids know that adults who um, I think are, you know, adults who are uh, true mentors for the kids. Um, I, I know all of the things. I mean, Yoke does so many different things with students, but it provides those fun physical activities that middle grade kids need. Um, it, it's positive. Um, it's an opportunity for them to uh, interact with their peers in a very positive way and the mentorship of the adults. Um, it just, uh, you know, that that need for the kid to belong to something for some of those kids who, and I, and I know Yoke pulls in all kids, but what, you know, the kid who maybe doesn't, isn't involved in athletics, it's an opportunity. It's, it's something for them to belong to, to be a part of. So it's, you know, Yoke is there for any middle school kid and it helps to uh, provide those connections and those interactions that they really need, uh, teaches them, you know, builds leadership. Um, and, you know, they are seeing that leadership modeled. And so it, it, helps, uh, it helps to build leadership uh, in those students. But, and I think it, it just models how to build really strong, positive relationships, but it's just a safe place uh, it's a safe place for kids. One final question. Uh, what, how can we be praying for teachers this year? 
you know, and you know, I'm going to speak from, you know, I'm speaking from my experience and, and, and things that were going here at Austin East, but it's, I have two daughters who teach as well. And well, my daughters teach middle school. So uh, both my daughters teach middle school. So, you know, I think that this is, there's a lot going on right now and teaching is a hard job because when we talk about all the needs that the kids have, I mean, they're just everything that they everything that they need, everything that kids are going through in, 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 in this day and this time. Um, it's the adults um, that are having to, the, the adults who are working with them. And so really um, just pray for, you know, pray for resilience for, you know, kids and for adults and um, that we can continue to be positive. Um, everybody's working, everybody's working hard. And I really find that, you know, in the schools today, you really, with everything going on, you, you have to, you have to love what you do because you don't last long if you don't, because when kids know that you don't care. So just really pray for strength um, for all of us to really do the right thing for kids and to be able to serve kids and, and, and strength for teachers to really to take care of themselves so that they can best serve kids. Um, we'll take all prayer. <laughs> you got all it. Prayer. <laughs> we, uh, we get them for a couple hours after school. So we greatly appreciate all that you do during the day. Miss mm -hmm. Cindy White, uh, thank you for literally devoting your life uh, to our kids. Uh, we're grateful for you. We're grateful that you're part of our community. And we're grateful to have you as part of the Oak family. Thank you. Don't leave me out just because I moved to high school. Uh, no, we wouldn't do that. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast this week. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Jonathan. To learn more about Yoke, visit yokeyouth.com. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes so you never miss an episode. And follow us on Instagram at yokeyouth.